I think we are. What a great show. <laughs> Why do we do this? <laughs> I don't know. Have you been watching the Derby? No, not much. You have, you have not watched any of it? I think it's only the banks at the minute. I've been watching a bit. Yeah, the one pocket is now underway. So I've I watched. I don't know. I just I play Matchroom. I Matchroom is ruined. Uh, pool for me because I no longer really am interested in watching banks or one pocket. I've probably watched like 15, 15 matches of banks or one pocket now in like two years. Just it just yeah. doesn't interest me anymore. Yeah, it's not. Um... <sighs> It's just not, not what we used to watch. And there was some of the stream for that tournament in Indonesia <laughs> on the other day, and I just skipped over it as well. I think that I think it was ten ball, but I just couldn't be I just couldn't be bothered watching it. Well, I'm okay with ten ball. I, I still like ten ball. I think that that's a, like a professional game, but I just I just don't look at one pocket and bank pool anymore as like a professional pool game. I, I look at it as like some like side gimmicky carnival game or something. And I, and I know that's not the case. It's just like I just I'm just I I'm not interested. I something about it. I'm just not interested anymore. It's like if I'm watching nine ball, I feel like this nine ball now means something. Uh, if it doesn't yeah. mean something in this match, it means something in the grand scheme of things where, exactly, you, know, yeah. you know, there's, there's an overall ranking. There's an overall like plan. There's, there's something there. And this, when you watch this one pocket or banks, it's like, okay, well, this is going to move them on to the next match, but whoever wins this tournament, they're going to get a nice paycheck, but that's it. The, yeah. it, it means nothing. There's, there's yeah. no lasting, yeah, it's just like it's just uh I don't know. You want to but Chris, you want to know what it does mean a lot? Well, this awesome magic mind which I'm about to take cuz I'm really 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 tired and I'm really <laughs> really really, really Ooh, I'm just dragging today, you know. It was a long weekend away and I was at a tournament all weekend and I got about 3 hours of sleep a night for about 3 days and it just didn't, you know, when you're just dragging butt like that for three days straight, it's really hard to get back onto a normal rhythm. So I'm going to rely on my magic mind to help me out. I saw a picture of you and you didn't look as hungover as what I would have expected, to be honest. But I can't really tell when it was taken. It could have been taken before you'd had a drink. So who knows? I'm confused. You just expect me to be drinking all the time, just hammered, pissed drunk all the time? At a pool tournament, yeah. I actually don't drink and play pool at the same time. I won't. I won't drink and play. I will if it yeah. doesn't matter as much. Like if it's a fun tournament. But um... so you didn't drink the whole time you were there. <clears throat> Thursday or uh, Friday? Uh, no. I had a couple drinks when we got back, um, or when we were done, um, and then Saturday. Saturday was just kind of like whatever. So I kind of like slowly drank all day long. Basically, I had like one drink every maybe hour. Um, so nothing really, I mean, I wasn't even anything by the end of the night. Um, but we played all the way up to like 1A, I think the first day we got done at like 1.30 AM and the second day, I think we got done at like 2.15 AM and we were back at 9 AM both days. What was it you were playing in? The ACS Midwest championships. Okay. Who are they? ACS? Yes. What's that? No, what's that? <laughs> The American Q Sports Alliance. That would be uh, ACA. Like would just, uh, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I saw a little board. Don't don't ask me these things. But on the midget tables. Yeah, on the real pool tables. <laughs> wow. Midget pool tables. You you started your career on a on an English eight ball table, which is 
infinitely more difficult, more respectable than those things that you play, that you play on. What are they called? Valley? They're called the real pool tables. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Did you, did, did you see Ultimate Pool are going to America? Did you see that? I did. Yeah, they're they um. What did what did I see? Um, this is this is my brain not working because I'm just dragging. Uh, didn't they sign like a couple of uh pool halls or something like that? Or I didn't see that bit, but it's all it's all going to be played on. Uh, your tables, those, those seven foot things, it's all going to be played on them. It's not going to be played on English tables. Which is... I don't really get it. I do. I, I like what they do in the UK and stuff. It is, Isn't it's that really good. state ball? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't get it. <laughs> but I think... So I think what they're going to do is take the tournaments that they do in the UK and just do them in America. But on the with real pool our, tables without professionals i guess which they do it may you know the main product they sell over here is with professionals but they're going to do it in the us on your tables without without professionals i think um so i don't really i don't get it at the minute but i think that's on purpose i think they haven't released everything on purpose just to keep everybody sort of guessing a little bit Well, I mean, I like pool content, yeah. so. But if it's just if it's just another if it's just another promoter, you've got too many of those already, right? That do the amateur leagues. You got way too well, many. We have, of them we have plenty of promoters, but very, 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 very few good ones. So, yeah, <clears throat> whatever that it's means. Just, I I just don't see how they get. Um, I don't get at the minute how they're going to get any buy-in from players. Why would anybody move to play in one of their leagues or events when people are already, you know, it's league night every week, every night in America, right? Jason was telling me in his pool hall, and then some. Like league, league night every single weeknight it's league. So I don't know what the, I don't know what the plan is with the ultimate pool stuff, how they're going to get buy-in to play in the events. Why would anybody move from tap or something to play in that? I don't, I don't get it at the moment. But we should maybe try and talk to them, see what they're saying. Seems like, uh, seems like you're the you're the you're the perfect point guy for that. No, Mike's Mike's the guy with the end. Everybody, Mike's the respected respected one. Well, where is he? These we days? are, anyways. Uh, which Mike? Panozo. I don't know. He's off. Doing his own thing, probably working away. Yeah, I already I drank some Magic Mind. Where'd I put the part? Right? See, I drank some Magic Mind. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Love me some Magic Mind. Nice. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, I don't know what do we got today. Uh, we got more players that signed. You want to talk? You want to talk some actual real pool sure. now? I guess. Yep. So we got a bunch more players that signed. Uh, I think Matchroom listened to our podcast last, well, two weeks ago. We didn't do one last week because there really wasn't anything going on last week. Uh, so we ended up, uh, Matchroom ended up listening to our podcast and they're like, oh yeah, those are good players to get involved. We would have never thought of those. Uh, let's go try to see if we can get them signed. I think that's exactly what happened. And then they went out and got them signed. So where Stop did we it. leave off? 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, where did we get signed off uh, last time? I believe the last person we talked about was, let's see here. Uh, how far down do we go? I'll tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> Going through all of these, it's uh, literally everybody that we had any sort of question marks on. Yeah. And so, so I think we, you know, I think we left off at Chris Melling, if I'm not mistaken. No, or maybe we didn't. Uh, maybe we left off at Alex Peggy line. It was yeah, it was later than that. Um, let me see. Uh, had we got to any of the posts yet that had multiple players in? It was. Oh, we still on. Single? No, definitely not. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Moritz Newhausen. Did we get to him? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I think so too. So Sanjin Pelovanovic, I don't think we got to him. So maybe that's where we started. We spoke. I spoke to someone about Chan Jin Lin, but maybe yeah, that was that had ha that had definitely happened after the podcast. Okay, where are you seeing Sanjin? I don't see him uh, on the page. January eighth at seven fifty-two a.m. Oh, I don't know what's going on. My Instagram feed is all over the place. Yeah, I don't use Instagram. I'm not smart enough to figure it out. Well. Sanjin Pelovanovic, any surprises? No, that's a good one. Uh, do you know what? I think we did talk about him. I think we, I okay. think we did talk about him. But yeah, no, oh. that, that's obviously one of the better. Him and... Um... Oh, Alaska? Shit. Thank you. They're two important ones, aren't they? Um, they're yeah. probably the two... They're the two youngest people on the tour, along with Victor, who are capable of winning big events. Uh, I know Riku yep. and there's a few others that may be younger, but the actual ones that are capable of winning and the youngest yep. would be probably those three. So, so then uh, Mieszko oh. Fortunski. Yep, beast. So you, was that one of the ones you said was or wasn't going to come across from Poland? Uh, we didn't really talk much about Mieszko, uh, but um, I never would have said it. I, I figured I expected him to sign. Uh, okay. Yeah, so he's obviously a great one to have across, and then. I mean, Alex Pagulian. So, oh, go ahead. I, so, Wojciech and a couple of the other guys. Daniel and Wojciech are not signing. And what about Simon? Is it Simon Corral? He's a good player. I um, don't know about him. What about um, some of the other Well, they also still have to be on the world, or they also still have to be in the top uh, 129 or whatever it is. 128, yeah. 128, yeah. So, what about. So, I don't know how many of those players are. Every Polish guy you could name is probably in the top 128. Uh, Anyone that's known, they probably should be, but they, um, they probably are. But uh, what about a lot of players in here? Yeah, I'm just trying to think which ones we're definitely going to miss out on them from the polls. Wojtek and Daniel, that I can, that, I mean, that I can name off the top of my head. I don't, I, I mean, anything past Conrad, Mieszko, and. Um, Victor, I don't see well, and obviously Wojtek and Daniel. I don't see why any of the Polish players would probably want to. So Pabitsa and a couple of those older guys probably won't. I, I yeah, I don't know, but I mean, there's going to be at some point in time these dub or these EPBF tournaments, uh, you know these these Predator Las Vegas Opens. These are going to get a lot weaker when you have all these players out of it. There's there's still going to be some pretty good money in these some of these tournaments. Yeah. At some point in time, someone's going to have to just kind of hang out and be like, all right, well, I'm going to go play in all these events and just mop them up. Yeah. There's going to yeah, be some I'm, people that are doing that. 
12. There are 12 Polish players in the top 128. Which is kind of crazy, isn't it? Right I mean, it doesn't surprise me because they just don't play that much. I, that are that are in the top 128. I'm saying. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That oh oh that that's good. You're saying, you're saying that's good or bad. That there are 12 Polish players in the top. Yeah, I think that's really good. Oh, I I, I agree, but I I think that there's probably another 12 that deserve to be in there, but they just don't travel okay. enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if 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 I mean, you go to any single one of these uh, Euro tours, and there's 12. Fo- there's 12 Polish players in the final 64 and that's just Europe. Yeah. But you've never seen any of those names go to bigger events like the U S open or the, the Spanish open or anything like that. I mean, you barely ever see any of these Polish players names. How many spots do they have free on the Federation for funding? Do you know anything about it? I, I don't know. Not off no. the top of my head. I don't know. Well, you, if some come across the match room, you'd hope a couple of others that maybe don't get to travel so much fall into the funding bracket, get the go. Yeah. Yeah. Get an opportunity to prove themselves. Yeah, Kaplan was a guy I was trying to think of. I couldn't remember his name. Oh, to, uh, Tomas Kaplan. Yeah, he's a great player. Yeah, yeah he's a really good player. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess Alex Peggy Lyon really dragging his uh, his career out at a high level. I, I to be, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I thought Alex Peggy Lyon was not done about five years ago, but uh, or three to five years ago. But I honestly thought he was gonna be more like rotating to like a specialty one pocket player. And maybe yeah. he tried to, and nobody's, you know, there's nobody in the world that'll play him because nobody's stupid enough and hates their money enough. But yeah, killed his own action. Yeah, he's definitely had a bit of a resurgence. I mean, he's had a couple of deep finishes, and I don't think he's lost to Josh Filler in like 10 years. He's apparently the only player that can beat Josh. Did he double dip him in one of the tournaments? No, he beat him in uh, the Worlds and then lost to him later on, I think, or the other way around. Uh, no, I think he beat him twice. I th- did he, I think did he, he beat him, him twice? I think he beat him in the B si- into the B side, and I think he beat him later on too in, um, in the final sixty four. Yeah, yeah, oh. I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he can obviously he can obviously still do it, but um, I thought he might have gone and played in some of the WPA events because he'd be the type of guy, you know, who could go and if he knuckled down again, he's one of the older guys that could probably get back to being somewhere close to at their absolute best. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's move on from him. Uh, Chris Melling. This is one of those situations where, um, yeah, I guess this was the the first big surprise for a lot of us. Uh, at least for me, I, I, I thought given the, his, uh, he kind of spreads himself off across a bunch of different disciplines. He plays a lot of highball, and he is, you know, he's a, he's a great highball player and there's a lot more money there than there is in pool at this moment. I thought it was actually a real chance he wouldn't sign. You know so, Chris a little bit better than I do. What do you What do you think? It, well, it just remains to be seen whether he's actually had to give up his joy contract to do this. Um, I hope he hasn't. There definitely is some. Um, there definitely is some rumors that I've heard that uh, Joy isn't as excited about this ban as they're not as behind the WPA as what you might expect. Yeah, and you know. Yeah, absolutely. And between China and Qatar, that's where the WPA are going to draw most, if not like probably 80% of the prize fund from. So if Joy were to say, you know, you're not telling us what to do, I don't know where that kind of leaves the WPA. I mean, if anybody can push them around, it probably is Joy. Um, so, yeah. Well, when, you, when you're advertising, uh, you have a $3 million tour, whatever they're advertising. And about 2.8 million of that is 
joy. Yeah, you probably well, can say what you want. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, the British players, 14 or 15 of us who pay our fees, we got a letter from the British Pool Federation or whatever. I think that's what they're called, saying, here's a letter from the WPA. Give it a read. I like how you're, I like how, uh, let's not skip over the fact that you pay this, this organization money to exist with it and you don't even know what it is. You don't even know what the name is. is. I think it is Federation, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so we got this letter from the WPA and it was an invitation for delegates from each country to go to the Joy Masters in China, all expenses paid. So they could have a get together, a shindig, whatever you want to call it, all expenses paid, WPA delegates meeting in China. And along with that, there was a bit at the bottom of the letter saying the WPA are inviting you to bring one of your players all expenses paid. Now, notwithstanding the fact that everybody has already spoken to Joy and decided whether they're going to play or not anyway, without the WPA getting involved, is like the WPA jumping on the Joy bandwagon, trying to get, you know, trying to get some shine out of it is just shite it's just it's just you wouldn't expect anything less from them really at this point just bananas but yeah grasping at whatever they can hold on to so yeah i guess the chris melling situation and anybody else who's going to be involved with uh, the highball uh which we're going to be talking about chang jung lin in just a, a couple minutes is uh that's that's kind of it right it's just whether or not they're going to lose that joy contract or what or uh being excluded from them it's but it's just joy so you've still got star as well um yeah. so star over in china and you know well there's a few of them aren't there yeah but if you're chris you can probably <clears throat> well there's just the the big ones are joy and star and that's star called sing pai as well so there's two different names for them but um i'd imagine chris is probably somebody who can literally pick up the phone to start who aren't WPA affiliated and say, would you like to sign me on a contract to play in your tournaments? And they'd probably bend over backwards and wire some money on the spot. But for everybody else, it won't work like that. But, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Mark Beisterbosch, uh, I think we actually all kind of decided he probably wasn't going to sign uh, if we, if we had to make our prediction and it just shows how, I mean, it's again, it's one of those situations where it's going to be very interesting to see what happens once March 1st comes around and the WPA actually sticks to this or not. Uh, I I've, I have heard that there's some players that have signed strictly under the assumption that the WPA ban will not go through. Yeah. I'm wondering if this is one of those. There's also they don't want to the, give up their spot. Well, it's also the individual federations as well. So... I'm I'm signed to play for a team in the Dutch National League. So I go over like twice a year or something and play in matches. And I got told by somebody, if you sign with Matchroom, you can you can't play in the Netherlands anymore. So I was like, oh, that's a bit shit. A couple of trips to Amsterdam a year is good. Um and then I got another message. I think I might have been talking to Nick actually, Vandenberg, and I'm pretty sure it was him, said it's not all it's not all done yet. You know, it's not all, it's not all finalized. Oh, was it Jim who told me? I can't remember, but somebody over there told me it's not all, it's not all done. You want to know what you need today? You need some magic, magic mind. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You need some magic mind. That'll help <laughs> you out. 
but yeah, so I'm not sure all the federations are exactly on board with what the WPA are saying, to be honest. Uh, well, that I mean, that's that's obvious. Uh, when we have one of the uh, one of them on the podcast now, and Bob, <laughs> every now and then. I don't know where it leaves them if some of the federations just. Oh. So the vote's gone through, right? That's what someone told me. The vote had already gone through. Yep. But I'd love to see what you know, the fours and against. I'd love to see the numbers because not everybody was for it. We know that. Uh, I, from what I heard, I think they they uh, it was one vote. How do you mean? The majority was one vote. So if one vote would have flipped, it wouldn't have came out that way. Jesus. I'd like to see them have another vote right now and see uh, which who has buyer's remorse. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Be interesting. Be very interesting. Uh, Torsten Holman signs as well. So some of those older guys that people thought are going to stay with the WPA because it might be a better chance for them to pick up a bit of cash. It's just not working out that way, is it? Not happening. Look like it. Nope. I mean, Torsten is definitely playing a lot of pool these days, so that doesn't surprise me. He's playing just as much pool now as he did 10 years ago. Yeah, but the big draw for him, I would have thought, with Matchroom would be chance of playing in the world cup but that's kind of slid away now hasn't it because moritz is there and he's kind of you know he's playing brilliant now so i i thought that might be one thing that kind of counted in the against column for thorsten when he was making his mind up probably not going to play world cup again i i can't imagine a situation where he ever does no uh i i, I mean <clears throat> and it's not because i think that moritz plays significantly better than him because I mean, I think Moritz is probably probably playing better than Torsten at this point in his career, but not it's not by much. I think the difference is, is we've seen Josh. You're not getting rid of Josh, right? Josh is absolutely number one in their lock every single year. And yeah. we've seen Torsten and Josh play together a bunch of times, and they've never been able to get it done. And Josh has taken uh, Chris Wrenches to yeah. the finals and Moritz to the finals and won with Chris, right? Yeah. So it's... He's played with Torsten probably four, five, six times. Um, yeah. However many times it was. I mean, I'm making things up at this point. It probably wasn't quite that much, I guess, because Josh is, what, 24, 25? I'm not sure. Yeah, he's young. He's probably he been the, playing at least six or seven years, I would think. I think he was. He won the US Open in 2019 when he was 21, I think. So that was four years ago. So, yeah, so maybe 25. So he's probably yeah. played the. he's probably been playing the World Cup of Pool five years. Yeah, something five or like five that. or six years. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he's probably played with Torsten. I guess maybe only two or three times because I know he played one year with Ralph. The thing with Moritz is like he's tacking on probably ten Fargo points to the equivalent of it every few months. You know, he's he's improving so quick. You know, he's gonna. What is he at these days? He's I'm not be, sure. He's got to be in the seven eighties, I would think. Yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be up there. And his ceiling's gonna be. His, his ceiling's definitely. His ceiling's definitely Josh. Every, so. There's, um, he's only getting better. He's only pulling away from Thorsten and maybe some of the others. Oh yeah, he's he's already he's already up to a seven ninety four. There you go. So so yeah. he's he's over eight hundred this year probably. Yeah, but you know it's a new eight. It's one of the probably because he's improving so much. You can it. He's not relying on historic scores, as a historic wins from years ago to keep his Fargo inflated. 
his is like real it's live it's happened over the last few months so yeah yeah he's he's an incredible player and, a, and an incredible person too he's he's uh he's pretty fun to be around all right uh uh ultimate pool is not a matchroom thing it is it is its own identity yeah. in the uk yeah uh all right so dennis graba yeah no surprises here that's that's about as obvious as it gets i think yep Tyler Steyer, again, also about as obvious as it gets. There's no future for Tyler outside of the WNT, in my opinion. Shane Wolford, I mean, same thing. He's been he's been chasing matchroom ranking points across the globe for I don't know two years straight now. Well, and well, what I would have said is that maybe people around about so if you've got like Dennis and Tyler. Those two guys have been, whatever way you quantify being a professional, those two have been professional for quite a long time now, you'd say, and not hit the same heights as maybe 20 or so other guys. So I thought we might get some people around about the the top end of the second tier of players, if you like. I thought we might see some of them go in for not, the money. I'm not, I'm not sure if I, I mean, no offense to Tyler or Dennis, I don't know if, that's the top maybe not end of the second second, tier. maybe not it depends how you it depends how you do it so i'm saying like the it top that's how big you make your tiers if, if, if you make your tiers like I'm the top like 10 to 15 players in the world yeah so i'm thinking like 2025 or something but yeah i thought we might see some guys around about there who you know so with dennis and tyler if they won a big major if they won the us open or something it would still come as a bit of a surprise wouldn't <clears> it <throat> so players like that yeah you'd I say I thought we might see some of those guys go for the money, but obviously, um, you know, nobody's nobody's bitten. Uh, well, if, and if they have, I mean, they're they're not a player that you'd be like, oh yeah, forgot about or uh, the that person definitely. This this there's probably going to be a few that fall through, and we'll hear about them as we go, and we'll be like, oh yeah, yeah that player never signed, huh? Yeah. But um, I I can't see. I mean, especially Tyler and Dennis. I I can't see either of those guys ever being that type of player i mean they're, they're at every event that they can basically go to they're not they're not looking to chase easy money because they've you know they're they're in the box every the, single weekend yeah but i i don't again i don't know if that's necessarily true or how true it will be in two <clears> or three years time because if you're if you don't have a benefactor and you're not making enough money from prize money to make a good living you know sure and there's easier money out there it's a logical thing to look elsewhere, isn't it? Yeah, I just don't think that either of these two players are that. Not now, but you know, yeah. and I'm not I'm not saying specifically those two guys either, but there'll be some around yeah. around about there, I think, who might change their minds eventually. Yeah. Well, this this now we're getting into some players that really actually surprised me. I actually heard Wu Kun Lin wasn't going to be signing. Did you? Uh I did. Uh obviously that wasn't true. Uh or they had a change of heart, but uh and Wukong Lin is probably one of those players that uh, goes under the radar. That is a you know a top tier player. I don't it think that for the players he is for maybe for the maybe for the people that don't play in the in the bigger events, but for yeah. all, all of the players, you everybody knows who he is. No, you know. well, I, I, I I'm talking more like from the fan side of things. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I think he's uh, he's one of those players that uh, he's he's quite. I mean, I don't I I don't think I've ever had a conversation with. Him. I don't know if he speaks speaks any English at all. I don't. If he does, I don't know if he speaks yeah. a lot of it. I'm not sure. But um, uh, he's one of those players that are just kind of just 
under the radar, doesn't really get a lot of shine, doesn't really uh, put himself out there very much, but he just gets out from everywhere. I mean, he's just, if he's not a top tier player, he's just, just on the other side of it. He's really an incredible player and an incredible player, incredible player to watch. He's, he's really entertaining on the table. He can win. He can win. He can, he can definitely win big events. I'm sure that he, you know, he goes deep a lot of the time he plays. So I, th I think he can win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he, um, I'm pretty sure he did win one of the predator tour stops. Um, whether or not you want to consider those majors, I, I don't see how you wouldn't be able to consider those majors unless you want to just say that the the format is weird enough that you don't want to consider it that. But uh, I think, well, there's, there's a difference between if you're saying those are majors, then you'd have to call the five or six matchroom events something else. I wouldn't say they're in the same bracket. Um, yeah, maybe. I, maybe you're right. Certainly, it's a uh, it's an argument that to be had. I mean, d depending on which predator one we're talking about. Oh, unless it's the Las Vegas Open or the Well Temple, yeah. maybe Puerto Rico Open. Definitely those. But, yeah. Even though those are those new formats too. I don't like watching those formats, but most of the players seem to be okay with it. I've never played it, but everybody seems to be all right with it. Uh, well, I mean, if you really think about it. Um... It's not that much different, right? I mean, it's kind of a race to eight. Yeah, but it's 10 ball on bigger pockets, different style tables. They're not big pockets. It's four and a quarter. What, those predator, predator tables, tables are? are four and a quarter. Okay. They don't look at I have one in my house <laughs> okay, from well, that tour. Yeah, they're four and a quarter. Watching the <clears throat> table that's in the arena at those events, which is the only one I'd watch um, online, they don't look at definitely yep. don't look at there you go yeah yeah well the, yeah they're they're definitely four and a quarter um which is i mean bigger than i mean matchroom was at four and a quarter two years ago and then they went to four and an eighth and now they're at four so Big this was standard this was pretty standard two years ago yeah. well i mean it's definitely definitely a huge difference yeah um all right so uh uh alaska alaska Pacell, I can never pronounce it. Do you know how to pronounce his last name? I, I, Pinozo says Pekelge, so go with that. Okay, Pekelge. Um, I've, I've, I've heard his name pronounced so many different ways, and I don't know which one's right, and I we'll suck at pronouncing it. For sure, but... yeah. yeah, I'm sure if you if you go to his country, it's completely different too. So uh, this, again, not a surprise to me, but it's a huge signing for the WNT. Um, I think he was uh, he was definitely one of the hottest players on tour towards the end of the last year. Um, that wasn't a household name already. He was yeah. he was going deep in a lot of tournaments. I think he made did he make the semifinals of um, is it the Hanoi Open or? Oh, I don't know about that. I think he might have made the. I think he, he made him. He was in the final four, I believe. And I, the European Open, I think him and Sanjin might have played each other in like the last. 16 or something maybe i think he might have got the quarters of one of them maybe and maybe he got the quarters of the world eight ball too i think because i okay. think he played Wojtek shepchek okay towards the end um but regardless i mean he was one of the hottest players on tour that you that uh are kind of battling their way through the grind of the middle of the pack so um huge signing ralph suke uh exact opposite um ralph suke 55 years old 
Still on tour, still playing. That is one of the ones where, I mean, if, if that's, if that doesn't tell you what everything that you need to know, uh, a guy that's played under the German Federation his entire career, yeah, which has spanned what 30, 35, 40 years at this point, probably, yeah, and playing underneath the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it was the, it was the US Open, yeah, because he was just like going okay. through smashing people at the US Open, uh, <clears throat> yeah, um, but, uh, I mean, been playing under that federation for probably 30 years plus and still chose WNT. So that'll tell you, I think everything that you need to know about where the players heads are for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chang Jung Lin, again, this is going to, this is going to come down to whether or not uh, joy is kicking players out based off of um, not playing or not basically siding with the WNT or the sorry the WPA. I didn't even know he was playing, and I didn't. I I I'm still really unsure that he actually was playing in Joy events. I don't think he was. I'd be surprised if he was. He's Taiwanese, well, right? Traveling yeah. between Taiwan and China is not a walk in the park. I'd be surprised. I'd, I'd be surprised if he was playing. I watch all of those events and I never seen him once. And I just cannot believe that he never made it oh. to like the last 64 or something where I would have at least seen him in the background of one of the streams or, or something. Where do those, where do they stream those events to? Yeah, it's on, you'd, if you go onto their Facebook page, they'll post a link every so often. And then it takes you off to some Chinese Facebook or yeah. Weibo or something. And then it's, Did it. you say Weibo? Weibo or something or whatever. Uh, What's it called? Is it Weibo? I can't remember. It's like Chinese Google. I thought you said Weibo, like like Nintendo Wii Bowling. Oh, okay. No. (laughs) Um, Whatever it's called. Can't even go from here. Well, uh, okay. Off we go to John Mora. Uh, we had we had discussed with John Mora last week, um, and I sent him a text message during the podcast just to find out what his thoughts were. And he has a bit of reservations, but uh, he's he's fully on board. WNT just uh, has a few reservations on it. But uh, did he? Well, if if he did say something to you, don't obviously repeat it. Well, yeah, but... yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's. Um, that's... I think um, everybody will have a couple of little question marks in the back of their mind. I mean, you'd be stupid not to at this point. Yeah, of course. You'd be stupid not to. It's it's not enough to stop anybody from signing a contract, it seems. So we could be signing our last way. just don't know. Yeah, Um, that's that's pretty much it. uh, He's got a big match coming up with Tyler, right? Is it fifth? What are they doing? 50K ahead? Yeah, this is uh, Tyler versus John Mora, part 79. Uh, Always at Griff's too. Yeah. I think I'm actually going to be there for part of that. I it, I don't remember the exact dates, but I I think uh, I'm going to Vegas on the sixth. Are you going to that thing at the West? The um, what's that big? Is it the APA one they do at the? Um... No, I'm going out there. I'm going out there for some unrelated, unannounced business. So I can't really talk about it. But um, it's not it's not to play at all. It's just to go out to do some stuff. So. Cool. Um, <clears throat> I will be out there the sixth through the ninth, so the day before the Super Bowl. Anybody out there want to hit me up and hang out? I'll have a lot of open time while I'm there, so feel free to reach out. Ah, I just knocked over my pen. Dang it! 
Pen. Um, so, yeah, I got a little pen thing. I just knocked my pens all over the floor. Uh, anyways, so, uh, yeah, those two are going to be playing another set. They've, they've played a bunch of them so far. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Uh, any, any surprises there? Not really, I suppose, huh? Move on? No, I think so, no. Oscar Dominguez. And now we get to the, the multiple ones. So, we have uh, Oscar Dominguez, uh, Pius Labudis, and... Dimitri Jungo. All nailed on, I would have thought. All guarantees. Well, definitely, definitely uh, Pius and Oscar. Um, I don't know a lot about Switzerland or whether they're, they even have a federation or what it's like. I'm not uh, sure. I think it's obviously it's um, Jungo and um, Ronald Regley. They're the two yep. main players, probably. And Jungo won a W. Did Jungo win the WPA straight pool? Like last year or the year before, or was it the U.S. Open straight pool? I thought he lost in the finals to Mario. He, I thought he won it. The one at Q Masters in Virginia. Yeah. Um, Is that I? I thought he lost the finals to Mario. He maybe maybe someone uh, maybe somebody out there in the the comments uh, remembers that. I'm pretty sure he lost, but he did. He did play the finals of it. Um, did they call it the well? They call it the world straight pool, but it's not actually anything to do with the. Well, WWE it's not. It it's not a world championship. Yeah, Mario he won it, uh, but Dimitri Yungo did play him in the finals. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure on that one. Um, it's not a world. It's not a world ranking event. It, it kind of goes in and out of being one, I believe. And I don't know exactly right. what the. Um, I don't know exactly what the. I would assume it's got to be at the added money portion of it that doesn't qualify. Ed Ladawi probably knows because I think he has uh, some something to do with that either okay. in the planning of it uh, or because i think it's a bca event um oh, okay. like associated with it in some sort of loose way uh but yeah <clears throat> it's um okay. yeah it's got the bca ranking points i remember that um but yeah I, I guess i'm not i'm not totally sure on why it goes in and out i would assume it has to be bc or added money or something like that total prize fund or something jungo is probably in the nicest way possible, probably one of the biggest underachievers on the tour. Yeah. Really oh, definitely. I, I would I would say that the two players that stand out to me as being the biggest um, under well, yeah, we'll say underachievers is probably Dimitri Yungo and Dennis Graba. And honestly, I think it's a, a lot of it. Both of those comes down to um, mechanics. I, I think I it comes down to holding up in the. Maybe their mechanics fail them just a little bit in the biggest moments because they're both very I, loose with their mechanics. I, 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 I think Jungo's got ton of natural ability though, so I'd say he hits the ball really well and he's good. He's a good curist overall, I would say. I agree. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but he's someone I would like to see winning just to prove that I was right when I said he, he had a ton of ability. Um, well, I feel the same way about Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly because he's one of the he's one of the only players out there on tour that happily buys drinks. Oh, really? Kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dennis Grab will buy. Yeah, he'll buy you a drink. Might even buy me a drink for saying he buys a drink. Now all the now all the fans are going to follow him around to the bars and be like, "Can I have a drink?" <laughs> uh, Michael Feliciano, the only Filipino that has signed thus far. Bit of yeah. a bit of a surprise on that one, huh? No, not I don't. I I think it's a surprise more Filipinos aren't signing, but I I have to assume it's got to be travel 
travel costs are related. I mean, do you really want to remove yourself from all of the uh, the events if you if you're struggling to uh, get to all of them money wise? Well, you know, if you talk about the Filipinos that we know and Feliciano, some people might have known about him. I didn't know about him until he got to the final of one of those events. Yeah, um, I, I knew about him, but I, I mean, it's 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 one of those things where it's like the it's it's a little bit like the Polish players, where it's like, well, actually, probably the Polish players on steroids, right? It's like you could yeah. you could run a you could run a, a giant tournament and throw twenty Filipinos in there that you've never even heard of, you didn't even know existed, yeah. And uh, there's going to be two or three of them in the in the final sixteen, yeah. And then you completely change out the next the next tournament, a new twenty players that you've never heard of, mm-hmm. two or three are going to be in the final sixteen, right? It's just yeah. Yeah, um, so it's good that he is. Obviously, I mean, it would be surprising, I guess, if Aranis and Ocolo did because two of the, I think there's going to be another major. That's what the talk is. Two of them are going to be in America, right? Um, so, well, I know that there's going to be at least three. Uh, there's at least three events in the U.S. this year. Yeah, are you including Moscone? Yes. You said three majors, yeah, three big events. three events, events. three events. Yeah, yeah. but it's more than that, right? Because there's forty events on the tour. There's going to be like ten. No, I just, I just mean matchroom ran events. So actually, matchroom events. events. Yeah, 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 yeah. So obviously the U.S. Open, and then obviously the, uh, the Moscone Cup. Yeah, should we have? What what do we think the other one's going to be called? North American Open. I think it's going to be called the Vegas Open. We're going to get to go back to Vegas. That's what I'm hoping. I can't say anything. Do you know something? What would I know? Nobody All right, so let's move on. Uh, we, I can't. I'll get yelled at. Uh, the Golden Tiger, Dang Jin Hu. I only seen him once, but he was fucking brilliant, wasn't he? So, the first official Chinese player. Yep. Yeah, it's good that he's back. Um, hopefully, he plays I, more of us. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't understand. Um, I honestly expected zero Chinese players to sign. And I expected zero Chinese players to sign because how many, I mean, what there was, there was maybe like three events last year where Chinese players played. I mean, they played the Spanish open. Uh, the I don't even, I, I don't, I mean, open I would world. actually have to take a look at the, the actual um, the signups, but I don't. Probably Chinese players in all of them, to be fair, in all the bit and in all the majors. Definitely probably not, not probably not like probably not Chinese players that are living in China. Do you remember know. seeing a single Chinese player at uh, the UK Open, the European Open, or the, the US Open? I mean, you definitely went to all of those, right? Did you see any there? I can't remember where I saw Wu Cha Ching. I can't remember where that I was saw the Spanish Open. That was, was, that that was the event you... that uh, that was the event that Dang okay was that okay? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that... There was I, I I don't think I if there was more than three events that there was a Chinese player that actually lived in China that was at I'd be surprised so I was really surprised to see them actually sign any. Yeah. It's good for the players. Chinese players not playing in the events makes those events significantly easier. They have a lot of really good ones. I don't really know any apart from Wu to be honest. Uh, obviously Dang now, but I don't I don't know many other. I, get confused with the ones that are from Taiwan and the ones that are from China, even though Wu Cha-Ching is from Taiwan, right? But he lives in China. And now he plays for China. But he's actually from Taiwan. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But some of the others, I'm not sure. All right. So then the next four, 
uh, Elliot Sanderson, Imran Majid, and Oliver Solnaki. Nobody yeah. else on that post worth mentioning. Yeah, nobody else on that one. And no. Mr. Chris Alexander. No, uh, that's you. Yeah, uh, that's you, buddy. You're yeah. announced. How did it feel? Nothing really. Bit Nothing really. <laughs> Bit embarrassing, but that's about it. Um, what I want to know, what I want to know, is where the hell is your queue it up patch? Uh, I'd imagine it's in the post with my manscape that you said you were sending me years ago. Uh, what else <laughs> sent to me? Everything else you promised me, basically, for years that you never sent me. Uh, Take that down, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> You're so cute, though. Look at you. No. 38 years old. Holy buckets. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Did you take your heart medication today? Today? No, I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you look good, buddy. You look good. Uh, and there's no surprises, though, out of the other three guys, uh, I wouldn't say. Um, no, I, I, there's nothing There's nothing for the players in England that they wouldn't be able to play in, right? Imran probably underachieves overall. He's one of those guys that probably underachieves. He probably should have won a major at some point. Um but hopefully this gets him back into it where he's playing hard again. Um, well, he's, been still... the, he's been in the deep in a lot of tournaments recently. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. A lot yeah. of tournaments. Yeah, so, well, I mean, uh, he definitely, he's been to a couple of last 16s um, of majors over the last few years. He might have, uh, maybe he was in the quarters of the US Open in 2019. I know he had a very deep run in the UK yeah. Open. Jeff DeLuna knocked him out in the US Open. Uh, I can't remember what round it was. It was 16 or quarters. But he's somebody that's underachieved overall, you'd have to say. And maybe that's because of where he lives. Um, but he's still got a lot of pool left in it. Um, he hasn't declined or anything. I wouldn't Not say. Much. He's still got he's a lot left to Sneaky achieve. old, though. Sorry? He's sneaky old. Sneaky old, yeah. yeah. 51 years old. Yeah. Um, so He looks good for his age. He can do a lot. He can do a lot more. Um, I know he's trying to look after himself a bit better and things, you know, over the last few years. Um, I definitely think he he's somebody that can get to a semi or a final um, for sure. Uh, he's got so much knowledge and experience from over the years of playing. He's played so much Euro Tour, and he used to yeah. travel to America a lot when he was younger. Um, so he's got uh, he's got a lot left in the locker. Um, I'd say that. Yep. All right. Uh, so then next on uh, Muhammad Sufi. Yep, it's a good one. Good, good one. one. I heard Hopefully he was he gets some... his money. Yeah, gets his, gets his money off whoever had it. Hopefully that's all resolved for him and he can he can compete some, again. Yep. Sometimes you just gotta blast people on Facebook to let them know how uh, big of a pile of crap some people are in this game. All right, next off, uh, we have Abdullah Al-Yusuf. Yeah. Uh, this is another multiple one. Uh, Yanni Yuski, uh, Robbie Capito, and um, Emil Andre Gangflat. He's he's player, and he's... Um, he's quite, a, kind, quite a good player. Yeah, he's, he's going to be a great, great player, I'm sure of that. Um, he's got to be about the same age as Moritz, maybe a bit younger. 20, um, yeah. But he's got um, he's got 
ton of ability. Ton of ability. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, everybody. Really I, good. I actually, this is, uh, I mean, this, speaking of like the, uh, the, I mean, obviously, Emil's very young and uh, even Robbie's very young too, but uh, this is kind of a underachiever uh, grouping too that probably, because Yanni has a, just a stupid amount of talent too, and he's like so fearless when he's playing his matches. I mean, he's, if you ever sit down and watch him play, it's it's, it's actually really he's a very entertaining player. I love yeah. the way he plays the game. Yeah. And Abdullah, uh, I mean, go back to what was it the world, the world nine ball about two years ago. Um, he was just running through everybody, and that was kind of like his like a, I mean, it's kind of like his like introduction to pool, and then he's kind of done nothing since. That's when he was tubbier though, right? So he's lost all that weight and it's fallen yeah, he's, off the cliff. So, yeah, he he's probably he was probably eighty pounds heavier than yeah, him, I guess. It's no exaggeration. He, yeah, you know, so um, it just goes to show you what like that can do to your mechanics, and it's just weird. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, um, semis of the world. Yanni got to the quarters, maybe of the U.S. Open. Did he beat? Uh, did Melling beat him the year before last? Maybe. Um, so yeah, there's uh, all those guys gonna, especially Emil. He's he's gonna win something at some point. I will I bet my house on certainly, that. Certainly, yeah, yeah, certainly. Okay. I think Robbie Capito's Robbie Capito's got a, a really really promising future too. He confuses me. He's made a couple of finals. He can confuses me because sometimes when I see him at tournaments, he looks massively unhappy, massively unhappy. Like he just doesn't want to be there when he's playing. I think it's um, I think, and I I know Robbie like a a, a decent amount. I've I've spoken with him a few times. Um, I think with him, I think he's I think he's a little just bit a bit more quiet and doesn't like the social aspect. I don't mean like I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if I sit down and watch one of his games, his face is tripping him. He it, it just doesn't look happy. Uh, and I don't know whether that is deri- derived from an attitude. Wait, does this mean that you you can or... be happy while playing pool? <laughs> but if you got you know if you can't keep your if you can't keep your head straight you're, you're not going to do anything are you but he, he confuses me because sometimes i see him play and i think he looks oh when he's down on the ball when he's striking the ball he can look flawless and then other times he can look like he's maybe stepped into the shot a bit quick or he's playing at yeah not a weird rhythm sometimes he looks like he's for, maybe forcing it a little bit or I, it's hard to explain, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I've got a load of ability. But um, oh, it definitely, to be seen whether it translates into a big win or not. Yeah. All right, uh, next up. I mean, this is a surprise to me, but I guess there's really no, there's no downside to it. I guess uh, Gary Wilson. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I mean, I guess there's no downside to him oh. signing. I mean, it's not like Snooker has anything to do with the WN. Or the WPA, so why not? I, I think Matrim probably would have thought by this stage they might have had, you know, by the time Matrim in their three or five year plan were professionalizing things, they probably would have imagined they would have had four or five of the snooker guys on there. And Gary might not have been one of the names they were thinking of. Um, yeah, probably not. So I mean, I know that they were hoping for Judd Trump to stay over a little while longer. Yeah, but the I would assume, probably, anyways. The, the prize money just isn't there to attract um, maybe the top eight guys. Yeah, the, I think Gary will be a top eight snooker player in the next couple of seasons. I think he will. Um, but 
yeah, it's good to have him across from where the first time I seen him play to where he is now. Um, he's taken, he's a lot more confident when he's playing pool now. Sure. There's not so much of a surprise. And I think the first tournament he played the UK Open a few years ago, I think he might have only practiced for a day or two with a cue that wasn't his and all of that sort of stuff. So, kind of sounds like you, doesn't it? I actually played him in that tournament and he played so shit that I beat him. So, there you go. <laughs> things, <laughs> things have only got better for him since then. Yeah. Well, all right. Off we go. Uh, Riku. Riku is a signed player. Yeah, romping in Riku romping in. What do you think? Yeah. Good, good. It's good. Sixteen to have some... years old. Yeah, it's good to have one of the really, really young lads on there. Um, especially because I think when we at the majors where they have the junior tournament as well, I'm pretty sure he ducks them and plays in the main men's event instead. Uh, well, yeah. So it's um, I think because <clears throat> Sam Henderson. Uh, at the U.S. Open, played in the juniors, and then he played in the main draw. And he had to play uh, – Sam Henderson had to play uh, B.J. Ushery to get into the final 64 mm-hmm. uh, when B.J. decided it would be a good idea to shark a 16-year-old. So it, actually, he was 15 at the time. Uh, no, no, that was his birthday. He played him on his birthday. And B.J. decided it would be a good idea to start sharking a 15-year-old, 16-year-old that day to uh, to have a chance of winning. Uh and if Sam would have won that match, he wasn't allowed into the juniors because he was still yeah. was in the main draw. So that would have been uh, probably the situation with Riku as well. And maybe, maybe when he was playing these events, that because uh, I think he did play the US or the, the SVB Open, the inaugural one. I'm pretty the sure. Inaugural one. Okay, I, I didn't think he had played in any of them. I, th- but, I think uh, the inaugural one he did, the very first one, but I don't think he played this last year. But anyway, he's more than up for playing a man's game. Coming and playing all all the men. He's got. Oh, no he's he's got great there. scalps. He's already has some great scalps. I know he beat the he beat Sky Woodward at the La, or the the Las Vegas Open last year in straight sets like four one four three or something like that. He had one shocking result. I seen he had one really really bad result. He lost against this Scottish guy in Germany last year. Um, Is that you? No. <laughs> Not that you're Scottish, but <laughs> yeah, he lost he lost to Jim. Um, oh, Jim beat him. Yeah, yeah. Which wow. obviously You might as well just kid, might as well just retire. His his career's over. Well that kid might play for another forty years and that might be the worst result he's ever gonna have on a CV. So he's hit the low point. Everything yeah. else is, is gravy from here on in. So Well, unless he finds a way to lose to me at an event. <laughs> that'd be the only thing that'd make it worse for him. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's that's rough stuff. All right. Uh I do kind of find it funny that he gets his own post though. I mean, the people who are getting their own posts at this point are Gary Wilson, uh, Muhammad Sufia. Well, I, mean, I guess that was before they really started doing double. Uh, whatever way, they give him his own post. That's good. Good. Yeah. Good. Future star. Yeah. All right, and then uh, we have Omar Al Shaheen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We got uh, Masato Yushioka. I didn't think. Uh, I didn't think Omar would. To be honest, I didn't think he would. Mickey Krause and Chris Reinhold. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Omar's not playing much pool. Yeah. I know that, He's got I mean, something else going on or something, right? Well, without going too deep into his life, uh, he's he's had a he's had a rough stretch of the last couple of years, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think that's kind of directed his focus away from pool. 
Um, you still see him out there every now and then, but uh, he's, I think, uh, again, this is one of those players that has very, I mean, I don't want to, I mean, if somebody as good as he is, it's kind of stupid for me to say that uh, this, but uh, I mean, he has very, very bad mechanics that he makes work really, really, really well. Kind of like yeah. a Muhammad Sufi, right? I mean, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's just an style of playing there, isn't it? Like American. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. But um, like his mechanics, uh, I just don't feel like they hold up well if you're timing. Like you can have the worst mechanics in the world as long as your timing is good. When you're coming through on the ball, your timing has got to be pinpoint. And yeah. if you're not playing a lot of pool, that timing is really hard to square up the, the ball coming through. Yeah. So um, I still think that he has all the talent in the world to, you know, to be that like high level player that he was for about a two year stretch, but he's only 31 years old. I mean, he can get it back anytime he wants. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, he definitely can. Uh, anyone else in a surprise in there? No, I, don't he, so. I mean, the Chris Reinhold one doesn't surprise me. Um, but I mean, he's, he kind of goes in and out of playing a lot of pool too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm but seeing... yeah, I mean, why would you want to give up your spot? Right. Sorry, I said. Why would you want to give up your spot? Right, you yeah. got to keep that as so. Uh, and that is that is that catches us up on all of the players that have signed since. So, um, I mean, there's not a lot of players who haven't signed yet that are that that might. Um, We're getting up there. So, uh, two that I thought we would have absolutely seen by now. And they're in the young up and coming bracket as well, are Atencio and um shit. Oh man. Patsura, Vitali Patsura. I thought we definitely would have seen those two guys. Um uh Vitali Vitali probably has. He might just be one of those multiple post kind of guys. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um and there's still some there's still some other guys as well there that you talk. Yeah, I mean, Johan Chua, Jeffrey Ignacio. I mean, there's a there's a ton of Filipinos, right? Well, well um, I'm just putting the Filipinos aside because who yeah, sure, knows sure. at this point? Like, who, um, there's one player too that I was thinking that. Um, well, it'll 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 come back to me in a second, but uh, I mean, basically all of the players that we thought might not sign because of their federation. Uh, most of them have signed the Germans, the, the Dutch, um, a lot of Polish players. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. Did they say anything about, I know he'll play Delgado. Spanish okay. Delgado, not Filipino. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jose, uh, yeah. Carlos uh, um, I don't, yeah, I guess I, I don't, I didn't see anything on here yet. He'll definitely, he'll definitely be one of them for sure. Obviously. I would have to assume. Yeah, I mean, you have to put your put everything you have on him on him joining. Um, just look and see if there's anyone else. Is there any other Americans you think could be on there? I'm just going to look, have a look actually, to see where Earl was in the rankings. Well, no, jeez, I don't. <laughs> you know how to get me triggered, don't you? <laughs> No, I don't think he's in the one two. I don't think he's in the one two eight. So I'll, I'll give a uh, give a shout out to Rhonda Royal. Uh, she's she's actually quite good at uh, keeping these things upgrade updated with the amount of players that are actually signing. 
Yep. So we're up to uh, 53 official signings, public signings. How many 53? Is that it? Well, that's that's goes back to like the Emil one. So up to Muhammad Sufi. So we're probably at about 60 now. Because we okay. have uh, we have another round of Riku and uh, Gary Wilson that weren't that she hasn't gotten to. So 53, 54, 55, 6, 7, 8, and 60. What about Americans? Are there any in there that you think what? Well, the entire Moscone Cup team is now announced as well as uh, basically the next like three or four, mm. right? Uh, potential Potentials. I mean, Shane signed, Sky signed, Fedor signed, um, Tyler, Shane, Oscar, Billy. BJ, Ushery, who else? BJ is not signed. Um, who else would there be? But I, I, I don't, I don't know. that he's already signed. I would guess that if, if you if you put some truth serum into BJ, I think he's probably over matchroom really he probably i would i would i mean i'm sure he'll play some events but i'm sure he's done chasing the dream so to speak he pro i'm sure i'm sure like i know bj decently well not decently well i, I know him at an arm length mm -hmm. I, I sat down with him for dinner a couple times um at a at an event and he's a nice i mean he is what he is he's a, he's a nice guy he actually is a nice guy uh but he he's got this victim mentality to him that he thinks that everybody's out to get him and i i would guess based off of knowing him the very little that I do, that he thinks that he was screwed over by letting Fedor in. Because that spot, Heath probably is going to think that that spot is his, and Matram didn't want him to be in it, so they took it away from him by giving it to Fedor. There's some people that think that Matram has something against them, and re in reality, <laughs> Matram couldn't give a shit who you are. It doesn't, you know, there's very few people, in the nicest way possible, there are very few individuals they care about. The rest, oh, definitely. Fight it out amongst yourselves. That's what it's there for. And if you get to the top, then they'll care about you. But there's very few individuals that they that they should care about or that they need to. Yeah, and those are the people that you see on the stream tables every single match or every single tournament, right? Yeah, you got to max. You got to maximize what you've got, don't you? It's no like it's not rocket yeah. science. You know? They're not yeah. going to freaking. What about Hansel Lombardo? What's he going to do? Do you reckon? Zero chance. I don't know. I doubt. I doubt he's signing. So I doubt. Doubt it. Hoven Bustamante is he American now or is he still Hoven? Playing? I think. I think Hoven will sign. Yeah. I think. Uh, I don't think he's not an American citizen. Um, okay. I don't think he's an American citizen. I. I mean, I. I'm, I'm talking in an area that I don't know a lot of right now, but I don't think he's. Uh, and he's he's definitely not an American citizen, and I think he's trying to become one. But you know that the process to become an American citizen is not exactly easy. Yeah, but and it takes a long time. When you've got someone like Hunter who's gone to, I think I saw him ever every tournament I went to. I think he was there, so that's mostly overseas for him. Um, I don't so, know where he's at in the rankings. He might, I mean, Hunter's, a, I mean, he's played more events than most players, but uh, I don't, I still don't know that that puts him in the top 128. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So him, Donnie Mills, uh, Greg Hogue, um, who else? Uh, I can't imagine Greg Hogue is going to sign. Um, Donnie Mills, he doesn't really travel that much, does he? Not not a ton. I mean he plays he plays his events. 
that you know he plays his events is a, is what i would say what is that uh, just the ones he wants dips in and out yeah yeah like turning stone he'll play like yeah, the yeah, us open, stuff like that he, he plays his events yeah 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 um, fair enough nick de leon he's in there nick de leon will sign i think uh-huh. he, he he already has signed he hasn't been announced but yeah hunter lombardo is back in 82nd in the world rankings yeah Actually, I can I can go through here and just kind of go. I just pulled up the the world rankings, so start looking at a couple of the U.S. ones. Yeah. Uh, number two, Shane Van Boning signed. Fedor Gorse, number three, signed. Uh, Sky Woodward, number sixteen, signed. Uh, Tyler Steyer, number forty-one, signed. Shane Wolford, number forty-three, signed. Uh, Oscar Dominguez, number forty-eight, signed. Billy Thorpe, number fifty-one, signed. B.J. Ushery, I doubt he will possible i just don't think he will i think he probably has a victim mentality thinks that he's uh, screwed over by them jeremy sosts go ahead just on him if he doesn't sign it's not like he's going to fly to qatar and china and stuff is it or is it uh no no zero well he'd really be the same thing he's been doing for the last like 10 years i mean if 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 bj wouldn't have won that uh mcdermott or the mcdermott i think is what he won um if he wouldn't have won that event, there's no freaking way he would have been chasing points all year long, I don't think. It's the mentality for some of the US guys chasing points. It's so foreign, I think, to everybody else who's not who, who's on the world tour and that isn't in the top 20 or something. It's just so weird to have somebody who's 90th chase them Moscone points because there's only six guys ahead. Well, of it only takes 15. Th- well, before Fedor signed with the U or signed with the US, he signed as a US citizen. I guess no. Uh, before before Fedor kind of switched over to the US side of things, I mean, fifteen thousand dollars got you pretty damn close to making the Moscone Cup as a guarantee, and, and it probably did guarantee it. It's just I mean, that's strange. It's one tournament. I mean, one tournament in the in yeah. the in the semifinals, and you you made enough to make the Moscone Cup. It just Why wouldn't you chase that? Because I'm not saying I'm not saying you wouldn't. I'm not saying I wouldn't if I lived over there. But you, it just seems like a, it just seems like such a strange idea. Because I've heard a couple of the guys who are like nowhere near the top twenty in the world talking about chasing Moscone ranking points. And I just think that's yeah. fucking madness. It's just the, if you didn't think about it and you just got on with playing and trying to get towards somewhere near the top fifty in the world. You'd probably just get in the Moscone Cup, wouldn't you? You know, you'd probably in the US. Yeah, but it just seems uh, so so odd. I, you, know, you just you just threw out a random number, like top fifty, right? Mm-hmm. Guess who's number fifty-one in the world? Is it Earl? It's Billy Thorpe, and he didn't make the Moscone Cup. Guess who's number forty-three in the world? Shane Wolford. He did yeah. make the Moscone Cup. Well, there you go then. You throw out a random number and it's an exact exactly cutoff. Yeah, right. So there you go. <laughs> good work, Al. Good work. But that guy does his research. I don't uh, think I'm alone in thinking that. It is, it, it's, it's so strange hearing people talk about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, but uh, Jeremy Sosi, Hunter Lombardo are 81, 82. I don't mm-hmm. think he, I don't, I don't think either one of them signed. Lucas Fracasa Werner, 86. He, I do think, will sign. He's a good player. Yeah. He's quite a good player. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hogue is 103. Doubt it. Uh, Donnie Mills, 111. Doubt it. Man, this is crazy. We're talking about like some players that just have realistically zero chance at a lot of these events to, to make like really deep runs. And they're, they're in the top 128. Just having, having, so, having the, those additional tournaments on U.S. soil last year where it was easy for those guys, easier 
acceptable for them to travel to because they don't want to go. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. Just it's it's bumped them up, so they've got to play in maybe ten tournaments last year. Whereas you know, this is crazy. Danny Olson mm -hmm. is one thirty-one. He's three spot or four spots out of the top one twenty-eight. That's nuts to me. He does like we've barely seen Danny Olson play in anything in four years. Yeah, I'm trying to. Think and he is. Other, what's the name of that other kid? There's two other. So Eric Roberts is the uh, black kid, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. He, do, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't travel though, does he? I to be honest, I don't. I don't know much about him. Um, He's a good player though. We have a lot of we have a lot of good players. I mean, like a Josh Roberts type of player. That I mean, I, th I think the biggest waste of talent that the U.S. has is um, completely not playing anything. Uh, just okay. So second second biggest waste of talent. Although although I think that this player had this uh, the closest same talent as Bergman, and I'm just blanking on his name now. From Florida, plays a lot of one pocket events. Uh, yeah, Eric. Yeah, I was thinking. Do you say Eric Roberts or Josh Roberts? Josh Roberts. I was thinking. I'm sorry, not Eric Roberts. Sorry. Yeah. Josh well, that's that's who I thought you were talking about. Sorry, Josh uh, Roberts. Yeah. Eric Roberts yeah. is not black, is he? <laughs> no. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's yeah. He's young. Uh, yeah. Also, going to have a future. That kid. That kid is. I saw him at the that, U.S. Open. I think. Um, I think that's where I saw him. It's a good player. I assumed you were talking about Josh Roberts. Um, yeah. Why sorry. The yeah. Why the heck can I not think of the guy's name? Oh, this is gonna bug me. Uh, he he played a Moscone Cup for the U.S. Shuffet. Nope. No, not Brandon Shuffet. He's from Florida, uh, South. The uh, I think he's from Florida though. Um, oh, I know you mean. Um, ugh. Someone just, must have already typed it. No, no, nobody's nobody said it yet. Where's Ed? Where's oh, this is this is a great show. What? This is going to bother me so much. Played Moscone before, right? Yeah, he's played a Moscone Cup before in London. You're just going to go through and look? That'd no. be a lot easier. He's got a name like, it's like Justin Bergman. It's, they've got a similar name, don't they? I or think so. Or is playing tricks on me? I don't know, but it sounds right. Danny Smith is another. Justin, Justin Hall. Hall. Thank you. Yes, he is the biggest. Uh, I think he's even a bigger waste of talent than uh, Justin Bergman, to be honest mm. with you. That dude will touch a pool cue like once every six months and just it's dominate. Like, it's maybe not right to say like waste of talent. They're obviously doing with the talent what they see fit. So it's only well, to that's fair. Yeah, I, I I just I just know that that dude is absolutely disgust. I mean, he is he can he can touch a pool cue barely ever and still compete with the best in the world. Yeah. He really yeah. is an absolute beast of a talent. But yeah. what can you do? You know. It's it's I guess it's a focus thing. It's a it's a, yeah, it's a focus thing. Else. It's 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 a priorities thing. I don't know what it is. Exactly. But, um, if you got a job you're making five hundred grand a year and you don't have to play <laughs> you don't have time yeah. to play pool then you're not gonna play pool, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm not I mean, it's probably sounding like a, it's a, as I'm being like a disrespectful thing, but it's it's I'm not trying to be. I see Justin Hall as like literally being one of the greatest talents that I see in the U.S. today. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it, it's me talking up to him more more or less than it's uh, saying it's uh, he's wasting something. But yeah, 
it's going to come across how it's going to come across. I just think he's, I just think that he is an absolute beast of a talent and oh, you sure. just don't see him do enough. Uh, yeah. What about any? So I guess, uh, go ahead. The guys from Australia and New Zealand. So there's not been any. Oh, yeah. There. I didn't think about that. So yeah, we got Marco Tauscher. Uh, we so got, good. um, Simon Singleton, we got to the Justin, the Justin Sage, Sullivan who, Clark, Justin Sage, but um, and then and Matt then, Edwards, Matt Edwards, thank you. That was the other one I yep. couldn't think of. So, I mean, actually, there's Clark. only been two Japanese players, too. Who Oi and Nuku Oi and uh, Matsu, uh, Mats, Matsuya. Who else is there? I mean, there's a lot of without going players. back, but I know they've got loads of great players, but they're all a bit older now, aren't they? Uh, yeah. I mean, yes and no. I, I I just don't think the Japanese players travel as much, but there are a lot of really great Japanese players. There, I mean, they're. I mean, Japan and New Zealand are about as far away from Europe and East Coast America as you can get, aren't they? Really, they're, they're about as far away from all of the tournaments yeah. you could possibly be. It's a jet. It's a it's a jet flight and a half. You know, it's probably realistically from New Zealand to, let's say, Atlantic City. I mean, you're probably looking at twenty. 28 to 34 hours of travel, I would guess, from start to finish. I think Toitscher told me he traveled like 30 hours just to get to Poland last year, which is crazy. Well, ultimately, it's going to depend on where your layover, because you're not going to get a direct flight, obviously, so it's a matter of where your layover is and how long it is. Yeah. Is Toitscher even in that top 28? No, he's got to be. Every every tournament the dude plays in, he finishes in the the top 32. Unbelievable player. Yeah, I mean, he's... I mean, we're talking about like talented players that, uh, yeah, Nayuki Oi is like very sneaky old. It's actually crazy. I, yeah, I thought he was like his like early 30s. Yeah, he's sneaky old. Well, like 40. 41, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, according to Wamba, Wamba, I, I think that sounds right. Twitch is in there. Um, so hopefully he's one that, if he signs, that's a good thing because ability wise, I still. I mean, Twitch has got to be maybe in his late 20s or very early 30s, but he can win. Oh, uh, I think Marco's a little bit. I think I think Marco's is a little bit older than that. I don't know. It doesn't I really matter, all, does it? So what's the difference? It doesn't, it doesn't make out that much odds. But he's, yeah, I would uh, guess he's 31 or 30, 33, 31 to 33, somewhere there. What did he win? The US Open 10 ball? Did he beat Shane in the final? I think he did. I know that he he's had a couple really 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 good finishes. Yeah, I yeah. think he, I think he did win the the U.S. Open ten ball. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and he probably he was probably the best before he left Holland. He was probably the best Dutch player still playing. You know, outside of Nails, Nick had stopped by then. Um, uh, well, I I don't know that he was far off of Nails either. No, but I, I'm he's... I'm saying if you just leave him out of it and talk about all the younger ones, you know, De Reuter, Teutscher, and yeah, the Bosch. Some of the other guys don't play anymore. Um, Evo Arts, he was another good player. But um, yeah, Teutscher is just a beast. Technically, he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Technically, especially, you know, watching American pool, you can see some people that like just, you know, they look like they're swinging a tennis racket or something. But he's <laughs> on the queue, he's absolutely perfect. Brilliant player. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I guess we, we've we've gone this entire time without talking about the Derby City at all, so we should probably talk about that. But first, I think we should probably have a lovely little ad session here. 
So uh, you want to know what happens when I get all stressed out and have to deal with you, Chris? No, you don't give me well, any stress. I can't even complain about you. you you're like you're like the honest. easiest guy on the podcast to deal with. It's it's the rest <laughs> of the it's the rest of the cats that are you know tough to herd. You're uh you're about as easy as it comes across. You know that's no complaints about you. I go to my magic mind. I needed some magic mind. I feel much better now. I was really dragging it for a little while there. It's uh it's having a rough go of it. Just didn't sleep enough. Now my cat's meowing at the door, but that's okay because when I, I have like issues. What? I thought you. I thought you had a, like a sound effects. You were hitting a cat sound effect on your keyboard. Can you actually hear it? Can you hear? It? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but anyways, today was a rough day. This last weekend, you just don't sleep enough. You need a little magic mind to get you up and going, and get rid of that stress, and get your energy levels up, get the focus up. I take it when I need it, which is nearly all the time it's either whether i need it for stress or whether i need it to get me all nice and riled up because it works it is awesome it makes you super focused and actually if you like the if you're liking these ads congratulations you're going to get them for about another year because they're going to sign a one-year deal with us isn't that fun chris yep brilliant yeah or hopefully anyways i I don't know if i can say that i'm going to say it anyways because we love magic mind and we're hoping to live with them for a long time so they're going to put up with us which means I get lots of happiness. Maybe I'll send you some, Chris, or maybe I'll just like say I'll send you some, and then a lot of the other stuff you're supposed to be sending me for the last four years or whatever it is. Yeah, well, this is the one that you truly want. The Manscape. What are you gonna do with that? You grow hair about as well as me. <laughs> but the reason it makes you feel so good, it's got all of the ingredients you want. It's got matcha. It's got bacapa mani airy and ashwagandha and rhodiola rosea and lion's mane mushrooms and cordyceps mushrooms and all the good stuff that make you feel so good i should probably learn how to pronounce these things but i can't read anyways and if you want to feel less stressed and more focused you can get it too and luckily for you we have our lincoln discount which is awesome because we're cool and they like us and you should support them because they support us so in january and only in january they will help you get geared up to crush your 2024 new year's resolutions of staying fully focused do you have a new year's resolution do you have do you do new year's resolutions in europe or is that just like a u.s thing no no they i think some people do them do you have one if you were to have one, what would it be? Jesus Christ, probably nothing. Uh, getting say. getting right with Jesus Christ. That's good. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't have anything. Nothing. 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 Well, good on you then. You can get one month for free when you're subscribing for at least three months at MagicMind.com forward slash Jan it up, and use my code QITUP20. That's an extra 20% off, which gets you 75% off. This only lasts until the end of January, which is eight more days. So make sure you hurry up before it goes away. Support the people who support us. Go Magic Mind. All right. Let's uh, let's jump into the Derby City Classic. So uh, Joshua Filler, I think the biggest, the biggest uh, happening so far, Joshua Filler wins the Bigfoot. Is that like the fourth time he's won it or something, or the third time? I don't know if he's won it that many times. He's won it a few times. I know that. Yeah. It's uh, Have you ever played on a 10-foot table? 
Not I mean, obviously, you've, not ten you've foot played American table now. Yeah, you've played on, I'm sure, like a billiard table. I think billiard tables are 10 foot. Super table, yeah. yeah. So the super foot. tables are 12 foot, yeah. 12 foot, yeah. What do you mean a billiards table? Three cushion billiards. Oh, three cushion, yeah. Yeah, I think those are 10 foot tables, so. Okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, Derby City, or, uh, sorry, sorry, Diamond, whenever they uh, set up booths, whether it's at, like, uh, you know, Super Billiards Expo or any of the expos in Vegas, they usually bring their 10 foot table with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they let you just hit balls on it. Uh, okay. That table, it's brutal. I mean, it's like you wouldn't think that one more foot adds a lot, but uh, so, so it's what it adds on in, in square foot, though, isn't it? So if you're going from like nine by four and a half to ten by ten five, by five, yeah, yeah it's quite a lot of extra there's, square feet on there. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's there's a little bit of uh... it's a diagonal shot, so isn't it? Same on a snooker table, you know, from corner to corner, you know, it's a lot longer than twelve feet. Yeah, well, yeah, it's ten more square feet, right? Yeah, nine and a half to be exact. But yeah, that's 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 a lot. Yeah, it adds up, and you'll yeah you'll find out whether or not that stroke is uh nice and square once you once you shoot those diagonal shots. Yeah. But um, I don't know any any surprises. I mean, Levan Corteza, uh, great tournament for him. He's another one of those Filipinos that just they just seem to they just seem to always find a way to get it done. Pretty. Doesn't really get the credit he deserves, I don't think, a lot of the time. Uh, to, be honest with you, I, to be honest with you, I, 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 I absolutely agree with that. I think that he's, you know, you remove Carlo Beato uh, and maybe Dennis Arcolo, and I don't know that you can come up with another Filipino that's definitely better than Lee Van Cortezo. Yeah, he's, he's tough. tough, tough player. Um, I don't know how he does in the one pocket and stuff, but they're all good at all games, aren't they? But he... Um, He's, yeah, he's a tough player. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a you ever had a chance to play him? No, don't think so. No, I'd like to. Obviously, he's one of the guys that you do want to. He's one of the guys you do want to play at some point. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Filler's only won it once before. Really? Wow. The, so twenty twenty. So they don't have twenty twenty three in here, uh, which is kind of fun. But last year Shane won it. Uh, so twenty twenty two was Josh Filler. Twenty twenty Jason. Jason wanted a heck of a lot more than I would have ever suspected him. Uh, 2019, Chang Jung Lin. 2018, Roberto Gomez. 2017 and 2016, Jason. And then Shane, Shane, and then Dennis in 2013. Well, foot filler would have won it more than once. Well, he did twice now. <laughs> Why? When was the fe- Sorry, when was the first time you said he won it? 2022. Oh, okay, okay. So they don't have on here 2023, but... Uh, Spoiler alert, Shane won last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, every single year I feel like I, I keep telling myself, like, uh, why can't – we have this conversation of why can't the Derby City Classic have better results and easier to follow along with. Yeah. And, you know, every every single year it just gets tougher and tougher and tougher. Tougher and I mean, tougher. Once you get the link, it's – but they've paired up a digital pool now to do the streaming and stuff and their system for tracking matches and things is good, but it's just, you know, they probably got it set up for 256, not 580 players or whatever madness is going on there this year. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, I mean, that's definitely right. Um, the blowbacks and stuff as well. Right. So it's not, well, it's, it's that random draw. So the format is, the format is a little bit goofy, but like as a computer scientist, uh, well, I mean, I guess I'm a mathematician that has a degree in 
computer science as well. It's not that tough. It's it's really just not that tough to uh, to come up with um, an well, actual. You've got, got three really... hundred and fifty eight days to get it done. Uh, yeah, I'll get right on that. Yeah, no excuses. No excuses. Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the banks are, uh, underway. Uh, the one pocket is underway. I think that the nine ball starts in two days, I believe. Wednesday, tomorrow, um, tomorrow, I think. Is it tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Oh yeah, it is Tuesday. Yeah. I'm thinking it's Monday. We always do the podcast on Monday. So yeah. Well, they're, they're on like round nine or well, they were on round nine in the banks earlier, but it must have probably, they might have moved on the round 10 by now. Um, I, I would think so. Yeah. And they're into the one pocket. Um, uh, Sky's playing. It's a name I've heard loads of times before, but I've never seen him play. Dave Matlock. He's like a player from the seventies and eighties, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Sky's playing him in a bit in the one pocket. Yeah. Do you know why some? I I don't get this. Fedor said something when he was streaming something the other day that more streamers should allow other people to stream at the same events, and I couldn't get my head around why anybody would want to do that but lo and behold there's more than one streamer at this and um, well it, it kind of depends it depends what you're trying to do are you trying to build the game or are you trying to maximize your own profit and then if well, you're trying to maximize your own profit uh if you're going to do that then i think if you want exclusivity to an event you probably got to fork out some cash for it right I, as the game grows uh these are going to alter like for example, uh, the Super Bowl, right? The Super Bowl is streamed by, oh shit, I don't even know this. I think it's NBC. I think it's NBC that has the Super Bowl. Uh, but you know damn well that there are, you know, there's Fox, there's ABC, all these different companies, uh, ESPN that are that are bidding against them to try to get the rights to that event. And yeah. they're, you know, they're 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 forking out millions, yeah. if not billions, yeah, to uh, sure. to get this package to try to get the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're going to get to the point where you are going to do that, you're going to get exclusivity to event. You're probably going to have to start forking out a pretty decent chunk of money in the future to to get that exclusive rights. If you're not pumping out, you know, crazy amounts of money for this, I don't see why the organizers wouldn't want as many people in there as possible streaming the events. I don't see why I don't see why a single person would pay for it if that was the case. Why a single person would pay to stream it if that was the case. Uh, well then, then fork out more money and get exclusive rights to it, and then you why could. You I mean, if you... out, why would you fork out anything? Why would well, you? Why would you lay down any capital at all if there's going to be other people doing it for free? I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, because that would theoretically get you exclusive rights to it. Why would you pay anything? Well, why would why would somebody why would pay why would somebody pay exclusive rights no, to pay, stream Premier pay, League soccer? No, no, no. I pay in there to go and stream the derby. Right, you go in there and you don't pay anything to stream it. What? So why would I then pay anything in the first place? What? It wouldn't be worth anything, would it? Theoretically, you should get better, better matches. I mean, they they would like. Obviously, if I go in there and I'm not paying anything, they're never going to give me Jason Shavers, Shane Van Boning, right? Yeah, and I'm not just talking about. I'm not talking about the Derby specifically, but Fedor's been streaming some of his games at his own events, and he was saying when he was doing a practice session the other day that. You know, he talks to whoever the streamer is and gets them to say, gets them to agree to him doing it. A Fedor is going to be 
the top or the second best game in every single round. It'd be the top or the second most watched player, at whether it would be the Turning Stone or the one that was on a couple of weeks. In that sense, you're right, right? Yeah. You don't have to bring the best events to you if you already have the best event person. Like if, if Shane if Shane Van Boning were to do this too, I mean, he would get more exactly. viewers to his for free than anybody who would pay. Yeah. But what's so just so Jason and Fedor have the same sponsor, same main sponsor. Yeah. Fedor is streaming all of who? his games. Fedor and Jay. They have the same main sponsor now, right? Or they're going to? Yes or no? I don't know. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's just say that Fedor and Jason have the same main sponsor. <laughs> In a hypothetical, theoretical world. <laughs> yeah, I know, but if I'm that sponsor and Fedor's going out and doing all the extra work and getting all those games streamed and getting people to tune in, I'm going to say to Jason, you need to be doing the same thing. Or but then, you're not going to make the same amount of salary. Yeah, okay. So then Fedor goes to the guy that runs the stream at Turning Stone and says, I want to stream all of my stuff for X, Y, and Z reason. Jason goes up to him. I want to stream all my stuff for the same reasons. Shane goes and does the same thing. Who's streaming that tournament? Who's paying to watch a stream anymore when you can watch all three of those guys for nothing? Well, to be honest with you, I'm I'm quite okay with that because I think that I think the fact that we're still paying for streams in 2024 is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. If you can't find a business model that works at this point in time, that doesn't require people to fork out X amount of dollars to you, uh, you probably shouldn't be streaming. I said it. There you go. I don't Find a business I, model that works or get the hell out of the industry. Yeah, I, I, I don't follow that line of thinking, but... <laughs> I mean, well, name me one other sport. Name me one other sport that actually is like doing something productive and growing and is charging their viewers to watch it. I mean, boxing used to be the biggest event... Or the, the boxing used to be the biggest sport in the entire world. Everybody, every single country watched boxing. The, the most famous person in the world was whoever was the heavyweight champion of the world. Like, and then they started pulling it off of the TVs and they started charging PPV for it. And now I can't name five boxers in the world. Yeah, I guess that just depends where you are. But, you know, it doesn't work. I mean, it doesn't work to like exclusively pull your events or pull your streams down and make you pay for them. It doesn't work. Might work in the short term, but it's not going to work in the long term. But you can't watch a Super Bowl for free, right? Yeah, you can. Any, any, any. Well, okay. So yeah, somebody's paying um, for it one way or another. Well, you're you're paying for a package that involves X amount of channels, right? Yeah. So you're paying for a cable box. You're paying for uh, something, right? Um, yes, in, in that sense. But you're but what you're doing is you're buying a package of things, and then all of these people are negotiating that all these things belong to that it's, package, it's, and that's what comes with it. But it's the same in the UK, right? With the Premier League, you buy Sky a subscription to Sky. 50 or 60 percent of that money is going straight to the premier league whether you watch you know sure you of watch, course yeah, yeah you know, of course 50 or 60 percent of your total package of that money is going directly but to, 50 but 50 or 60 percent of the people who are watching it are also watching that that event right yeah but you're paying for it one way or another aren't you a lot yeah, yeah. a lot of money yeah but you're also watching other things but what i what i'm saying is when you watch a boxing match uh let's let's say you're watching canelo versus alvarez right Pay-per-view you're buying shit. that yeah, you're you're yeah. buying that match, and you're buying that match exclusively and and solely, right? Uh, if you're buying Pool Action TV stream, you're buying that, and you're buying that only. You're not getting a package of other things. You're not watching the Golden Girls on the side in between your yeah. uh, your, uh, your your Premier League soccer, right? Yeah. 
in between Liverpool and Chelsea. You're not watching the Golden Girls. That would be better than watching those two sometimes, but still. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> uh, regardless, I mean, the, if you're buying a package, it's a little bit different than if you're buying just that event. There's, there's, I mean, anybody out there who wants to tell me I'm wrong, feel free and prove me wrong by, you know, sending me whatever it is. Uh, I don't think that there's a single sport in the entire league that, or in the entire world that got bigger through charging to watch solely that sport. Oh no, that's a different, that's a, that's a different thing. I'm just questioning but that's, why people, But that's what we're talking about here. Right? Uh, yeah, no, but what I'm saying is why would you invest tens of thousands and all the equipment that's required to do it properly? And then have somebody else do it for free right next to you. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't. Yeah. I'm sure there's an argument for it. I just don't. What I'm saying is I don't get it. I'm sure there is a good argument for it. I would love to hear it because I've never heard of, I've never heard the argument that actually made sense. That wasn't about, well, I need to, I need to cover my expenses and this yeah. is how I do it. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's, that's the argument is I, this is what it costs and this is what I need to pay for. And this is how I get that money. Uh, I've never heard an argument that wasn't like, um, that wasn't, how do I put this? Um, selfishly covering your own expenses. I don't think and, uh, it, it, maybe it is selfish, but you don't be out of pocket for trying to get something to people either, do you? So. Well, no, but th th that's, that's it, right? I mean, that's the lowest hanging fruit is you create a, or you, you stream a product and then you charge people to watch that product. That's the lowest hanging fruit. It's the easiest thing to do. The best people at whatever they do are the people who find ways of making money and open the open up uh, the stream for all to watch. You big sponsors and benefactors and things, don't you? But so yeah. I, I bought the AccuStat stream. It was like fifty <clears throat> quid for like the nine or ten days of Derby, yep. which is good values five five quid a day or something. And you've got your choice of I think it's like twenty tables or something, which I think is good. I think that's worthwhile. Yep. But I, I mean, it, yeah, but you, but you can have a good value and it's still a shit business model. That's my argument. Oh, of course. Yeah. No, no, definitely. It's, it's the, sh yeah. I mean, predator, predator did it right. Uh, as far as like, as far as growth of the game. Now they had a lot of overhead and maybe they didn't set it up properly enough to where that they were going to be able to do that long term, but. They were using it, they were getting a title sponsor every time they went, they so they had like LG and then they had a couple of other people. So they had some big title sponsors. Well, Predator? Yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the the Michigan Open was usually the the Cyberts Michigan Open, Wisconsin was the um or the the Vegas one was Alpha, the Puerto Rico Open was like the that beer. Um oh yeah. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't but remember what it was. Worthwhile. It was a local one, wasn't it? But they're still good worthwhile sponsors. Yeah, um, yeah, certainly. So, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, we could talk about who's left in the the banks and stuff like that. Yeah, Medela. That's it. Medela Light. Um, and then they had, you know, they had a few other ones for each. Each one kind of had their own. Um, I think because the, there was like a, the Tucson Open was. I don't remember now. I don't remember now. Uh, anyways, so I guess, uh, I don't know. We could talk about who's left in the, the banks in the one pocket, but there's so many players left in it that it's... I think there's 20, about 20 left in the banks. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not sure who's even, to be honest with you, I'm not really sure who those 20 are or where everyone's at with rebuys and stuff like that. But I looked earlier, it was all, all big names, all good names apart from a few that you might know, but I didn't, I didn't really know about. Yeah, I'm even, um, you have that link for it? Yeah, I did have it and now I can't find it. Um, this is some riveting stuff. Chowan, Yuzhushin, John Demet, Chanceline. John, John Demet, that's, uh, he's, a, he's a good player. He's from Texas. He, he originally is from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, he's about a 700-ish Fargo, but um, kind of a specialty player. One pocket, Filler, thanks. Filler, Gar Roland Garcia, um, Gomez, Pinagar, Gorst, Mickey Krauss, Michael Hinton. Oh, no, sorry. That's different. That's in the one pocket, sorry. Um, Justin Man. Hall, Troy Jones. <clears throat> Justin Hall, we were talking about him earlier. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Shane yeah. got somewhere. Shane's still in. I just can't see him for some reason. Yeah. Shane and uh, Billy. That'll be a good one. Uh, well, I mean, the Banks is always, it's it's always Billy's to lose. Billy and Fedor's to lose, basically. And my, I mean, obviously they can lose, but um, Billy, Billy is probably the, the best banker in the world. And it's, I mean, it's really not even close at this point. Is that Brumback guy not play anymore? Not, no, not much. He's unbelievable. It, it's still, it's he is, yeah. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. The first time I saw him, I could not believe what I was watching. It's just unbelievable. But Billy's up there as well, right? Billy's got to be up there. Oh, no, Billy's Billy surpassed uh, Brumback a long time ago. Really, yeah? No, it's not. Yeah, I mean, Billy, Billy is like, I mean, he wins. He's, he's in the top. He, uh, he's the best ever, yeah. Yeah, okay. at this point, I would say Bill. I mean, he. I I don't know. You, it, it comes down to like uh, the argument. What what does the best ever mean? Is it, it means the whoever hit the highest high, or is it whoever dominated their competition like no others? Like so, you go to like the sprinters these days, like in the Olympics. Like, uh, who was a, the really famous sprinter back in uh, was it John oh, Lewis? Oh, you're well, about. Yeah, like way, like John Lewis or something like that. I think, I mean, he he's widely considered one of the greatest sprinters to ever, ever, you know, exist. But if you put him in this year, he wouldn't even make it out of qualifiers. I mean, the the, the everybody's just so much faster than than they were then. But if you're going to go off of greatness and who dominated their field better than everyone else, well, then obviously he's got to be in the conversation. But if you go off of who's just the fastest person to ever run a, a hundred meter dash. Well, obviously, Usain Bolt is going to be the best, and the guy's not even going to be in the top five hundred, right? He probably wouldn't be. He probably doesn't have it. His his he probably has like a, a bunch of gold medals, but none of those would even be in the top five hundred of the fastest times yeah. ever. So, I mean, Billy has definitely reached a higher high than any player in Banks, in my opinion, ever. Does that mean he's the greatest? Well, John Brumback did it for 30, 40 years, so you know, you, it's hard to argue that his greatness wasn't there. Uh, yeah, Mike DeLauders, he's, he's a great player from oh, yeah. uh, Florida, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he doesn't even – I mean, he plays good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say he doesn't play good. But um, he banks and – he banks and um, – he banks the balls, like, way, 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 way above his ability. I don't think he plays all that much better than 700. Okay. But he's he's definitely one of the top 
you know, 15, 20, 25 bankers in the world. Yeah, I, I see, I've seen him play the ring game. He was good. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a funny guy too. He's like a yeah, yeah. he's really entertaining. He's a bit of a he's he's definitely a character, and he's 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 a showman. So he he'll put like on these like little like a uh, little, I don't know exhibitions almost where he's he's throwing uh, he's taking the balls in his hand and he's spinning them around oh, seven yeah. rails and yeah yeah. Uh, it's, he does it with remarkable consistency. It's he'll he'll take like the best the best one that I saw as far as like talent is uh he like takes like four balls in each of his hands and he juggles them three cushions. Oh, and okay. then he and then he takes them and like he like throws them three rails and like all of them go in. Like he's he's, oh, he's with both hands, he's like throwing, he's juggling, and then he's taking the balls and like throwing them three rails, and he's making like wow. all of them three rails. It's wow. it's insane. Through like all the balls as they're like because obviously when you have yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Right. Yeah. So there's there's definitely a, a, a an element of luck to it, but it's it's wildly entertaining. It, it's if you ever if you ever come across him at a tournament, just Toss him a fifty dollar bill and tell him to show you some cool stuff. I played, you I will not be the, disappointed. I played him in the one pocket, I think, at the Derby um, a few years ago. But yeah, he's good. He's good player. He's an entertaining guy. Yeah, definitely. So, all right. Well, I think we could probably close it out there. We're not really talking about anything specific at this point or useful. So, uh, any events coming up for you? Nope. Just hanging out, not even playing pool because you don't have a table. No, I went to hit a couple of balls the other day and I, my tip wasn't on my cue so I just threw my cue back in the bag and thought fuck it that's a sign so did your table back to working no 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 I was away um I was away from home I was doing something so I thought I'd go and have a practice while I was away and it just went to went to shit as soon as I saw my cue so I need to get my need to get a fix for starters be a good start it's it's a lot easier to play pool with a tip much easier although I'd be better off turning that around and playing with the Bottom of it, the way I've been playing recently. So, does that mean you're uh, you're in, you're in danger of being beaten by me? <laughs> no, I wouldn't go that far. No, you never know. <laughs> that. You never know that Riku did get beat by Jim, so anything can happen. There you go. Yeah. What can you do? All right. Well, let me give a let me give a shout out quick to our sponsors that make this happen. Uh, as you can see, we got Lippman Lights on here. We added them. We love Michael Lippman and Michael Lippman Lights. Lippman Lights, they're the best. That's what I got on my table, and that's what I am happy to see every single time I'm at an event because I know that the lights are going to be properly working and awesome. So shout out to Lippman Lights, Horo Tips. They just re-upped with us for another full year. Uh, they are making some pretty awesome strides in the industry. Uh, they are a, kind of a relatively newish company. They are the best tips I've ever used in my entire life when it comes to breaking the balls. Uh, Chris, I will get you one of these because I can absolutely do that. Uh, yeah, when, are you coming, when are you coming back to the States? When when can I get I you these know. things? I, I don't know. I don't know. So probably the U.S. Open? Probably. Yeah. No, I'll have to send you. I'll, I'll have to send. It's probably so expensive to ship stuff over to you. Whatever. Who cares? Onboard Sportswear. We love them and you will too. Just get yourself some jerseys. Reach out to us at the... Cue it up network page, or you can reach out to Nate Mindham, myself, uh, and we'll get you hooked up with some uh, jerseys. They're the best out there. Digital pool. Again, one of the biggest innovators this industry has. Salado, find your game. Uh, dating app for pool. Awesome. You can make friends and shoot pool and get Fargo games into the system if you need them. Billiards Digest, best magazine out there. It goes without saying. Uh, been going strong for 50 plus years, and no one's even gotten close to them since then. 
Insight Performance Coaching. If you're a mental loser and have no chance of winning because you can't keep your head together, Tara will fix you. She will. She's the best. Chris, pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) It helped me. It'll help you too. I'm the biggest loser there is when it comes to holding my mental game together. So she fixed me. She can fix you too. Reach out to her at Insight Performance Coaching on Facebook and or on I think it's inside performance coaching.com. Uh, tell them Nate sent you and then Jacoby custom cues, the best cues out there. They are the cues that are in my bag and they're one of the best industry people out there as well. They do. They give back so much to the game. It's insane. Support them like they support us. Check out this ad. That's such a cool ad. Such a cool ad. Yep. All right, Chris. Tell us a joke. Okay. Uh, no, not that one. No, I, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll close it up for uh, the podcast today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.